Welcome to the video broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Donleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Please sit back and enjoy this message already in progress. Beloved, last Sunday, I started on our journey through Black History Month with a sermon series, Black His Story Month. It takes faith, part one, freedom. Beloved, freedom is a word that means the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. Amen. Beloved, to that degree, freedom is an ideal to be pursued, and you will know that you have it when all of those words come together in a revelatory way in your life or in the life of your loved ones. And beloved, when you have that freedom, you will have moved from one state of being to another state of being. Amen. And beloved, that movement is what is called deliverance. The act of being rescued or set free. Beloved, today we continue in our four-part sermon series, Black His Story Month. It takes faith with today's message, the second leg of our journey, Black His Story Month. It takes faith, part two, deliverance deliverance beloved we can define freedom but what does freedom look like beloved we can define freedom but what does freedom feel like beloved we can define freedom but what does freedom sound like maybe it looks like feels like and sounds like i'm free praise the lord i'm free no longer bound, no more chains holding me. My soul is resting, it's just a blessing. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, I'm free. Help me out, church, say it again. I'm free. Praise the Lord, I'm free, no longer bound, no more chains holding me, my soul is resting, it's just a blessing, praise the Lord, hallelujah, I'm free. One more time, one more time, one more time. I'm free. Praise the Lord, I'm free. No longer bound. No more chain holding me. My soul is resting. It's just a blessing. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, I'm free. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Beloved, for us to experience true freedom, something has to happen to change our state of being, our state of consciousness, our state of real or reality. You see, we can say that we are free and still be bound. You see, we can say that we are free and still have things that hinder us, things that hold us back. You see, we can say that we are free and still be denied the very things that reveal to all that we are truly free. 
You see, beloved, while last Sunday we shared the apocalyptic document, the document that was supposed to free African-American slaves, attributed to President Abraham Lincoln, the Emancipation Proclamation delivered on January 1st, 1863, the document stated a desire. But reality still had to settle in for the freeing of African-American slaves. You see, beloved, while the Emancipation Proclamation was supposed to set African-American slaves free, freedom has come in stages. Not complete, not whole, and not all at once. For, beloved, while many are familiar with the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which prohibited discrimination on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, and national origin by federal and state governments as well as some public places, there were five other civil rights acts before the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And there have been three other civil rights acts after the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So, beloved, while some want to say that President Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves with the Emancipation Proclamation, Unfortunately, the freedom of the slaves was not complete, not whole, and not all at once. You see, beloved, the Civil Rights Act of 1866 extended the rights of emancipated slaves by stating that any person born in the United States, regardless of race, is an American citizen. You see, beloved, the Civil Rights Act of 1871 prohibited race-based violence against African-Americans. You see, beloved, the Civil Rights Act of 1875 prohibited discrimination in public accommodations. You see, beloved, the Civil Rights Act of 1957 established the Civil Rights Commission to inform the development of national civil rights policy and enhance enforcement of federal civil rights laws. And you see, beloved, the Civil Rights Act of 1960 established federal inspection of local voter registration polls. All of this occurred prior to the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Afterwards, beloved, you see the Civil Rights Act of 1968 prohibited discrimination in the sale rental and financing of housing based on race, creed, and national origin. You see, beloved, the Civil Rights Act of 1990 was proposed but vetoed to make it easier for plaintiffs to win civil rights cases. And you see, beloved, the Civil Rights Act of 1991 provided the right to trial by jury on discrimination claims, introducing the possibility of emotional distress damages while limiting the amount that a jury could award. But now, beloved, you might sit there and ask, why, Pastor? <laughs> why, Preacher? Why, teacher, are you going over all of this? Beloved, I go over all of this because, beloved, freedom is not something that is given. Given like the Emancipation Proclamation. No, beloved, because of the opposition that always exists to freedom, we do not just need freedom. We also need deliverance. Deliverance like the Israelites needed in Joshua 6 and 1. Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Beloved, inside of Jericho were people who were afraid of the Israelites. Because the Israelites were coming to change everything that had been. Because God had promised the Israelites that Jericho would be delivered into the hands of the Israelites. 
Beloved, the freed African-American slaves knew what freedom was supposed to be. But, beloved, the existence of all of these civil rights acts reveals that freedom still needed to be delivered into the hands of the African-American slaves. Beloved, whatever God has promised you in your life, in your health, in your wealth, in your relationships, is your Jericho. There. But because of barriers, because of hindrances, because of obstacles, because of walls, you cannot have it. You cannot have it unless it is delivered to you. And beloved, because you cannot have it unless it is delivered to you, and you cannot always deliver it to yourself, you just may need someone else to deliver it to you for you. Amen. And beloved, you look around at those around you and you realize mama can't do it. Daddy can't do it. Sister can't do it. Brother can't do it. Wife can't do it. Husband can't do it. Daughter can't do it. Son can't do it. Family can't do it. Friends can't do it. Beloved, as you look around you and realize that nothing and no one else can deliver you, then you need to stop looking at sea level, S-E-E level and below, and begin looking above sea level, above S-E-E level, and then you begin to think, feel, say, and maybe see who is like the Lord. Ha! Nobody. Who is like the Lord? No, 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 nobody. And then after you think, feel, say, and sing, then you pray. You pray to God. And when you pray to God, when you pray in faith, because, beloved, it takes faith sometimes, then God will respond as God responded to Joshua and the Israelites in Joshua 6 and 2. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given unto thine hand Jericho and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. Beloved for Joshua and the Israelites, it was already done, but it was a faith gift. A Hebrews 11 and 1 faith gift. And now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen <laughs> gift. You see, beloved, when God promises, God will deliver. As through the ages, God has been delivering freedom to the African-American slaves and their descendants. Thank you, Lord. Beloved, while God spoke to Joshua, it must be understood that God does not call everybody to lead the same way. Beloved, some pray to God. That's your leadership. Beloved, some say about God. That's your leadership. And beloved, some make a way because of God. That is their leadership. And beloved, in God using Joshua to make a way because of God, God revealed to Joshua a three-part God-given plan. First in Joshua 6 and 3. And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thou shalt do this six days. Beloved, it took God six days to create the world. And all that is within it. So, beloved, God was showing Joshua that there was something related to the creative order of God that was taking place. Amen. Beloved, it was over 100 years from the Emancipation Proclamation to the Civil Rights Act of 1964 for freedom of enslaved African Americans to be freed from discrimination, at least legally free from discrimination, a key component of what it means to be free. It was all a part of their gradual deliverance from slavery. Beloved, no matter, hear me right, no matter how long God says that it will take for you to be free in your health, in your wealth, and in your relationships, if God has said that you will be free, then you need to wait 
on the Lord because the Lord will set you free. You just need, beloved, to do your part. And then, beloved, God continued with the second part in Joshua 6 and 4. And seven priests shall bear the ark, seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. Beloved, the number seven is the biblical number of completion, wholeness. In the Greek, telos, meaning that all that is to be done has been done. In the orderliness of God, it would be only the priest who would make a sound for six days. Everyone else would be silent. But on the seventh day, the day of completion, the day of wholeness, the day of talos, something else would happen. Beloved, grass grows in the dark. You cannot always see what is happening. So sometimes it is best to be quiet and just hold your peace. Beloved, babies grow in the womb. You cannot always see what is happening. So sometimes it is best to be quiet and hold your peace. Beloved, laws are made and changed in rooms in which those most likely to be impacted may not be present. Like African-American slaves and their descendants who have gradually been gaining freedom in the supposed land of the free, you cannot always see what is happening. So sometimes it is best to be quiet and hold your peace. But when the lawn is flush, but when the baby is born, but when the unjust laws are changed and just laws are approved, it is time to shout. It is time to shout. And beloved, in the third part of God's plan revealed to Joshua in Joshua 6 and 5, it was time to shout. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up, every man straight before him. Beloved, the shout, the war cry, because you know and see that you are at war, becomes something quite different from just a war cry. Hear me right, when you know that the Lord is on your side. You see, beloved, when you know that the Lord is on your side, your war cry becomes a victory cry. You see, beloved, the African-American slaves had to cry for victory that they could not see. And beloved, with God, it was a victory cry. You see, beloved, the freed African-American slaves had to cry for more freedom that they could not see. And beloved, with God, it was a victory cry. And you see, beloved, the descendants of freed African-American slaves had to cry for personhood that they could not see. And beloved, with God, it was a victory cry. And you see, beloved, today we, the progeny, the hopes, the dreams and desires of our enslaved ancestors still cry for equality that we cannot always see. And beloved, with God, it is our victory cry. Now, beloved, for us to cry the victory, we must follow the commands of God who gives us the victory. As Joshua followed God's commands in Joshua 6, 6 and 7, And Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priests and said unto them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, a symbol of the Israelites' faith in the presence of God. And let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said unto the people, Pass on, encompass the city, and let him that is armed pass on before the Ark of the Lord. Beloved, Joshua was a leader of the people leading them to greater freedom and deliverance as President Abraham Lincoln through the Emancipation Proclamation 
was the leader of the people, leading them to greater freedom and deliverance as Congress, through the many civil rights acts, was the leader of the people, leading them to greater freedom and deliverance. God's chosen servants listened to God, led the people, and told them what to do. And what did the people do? Beloved, the people obeyed as revealed in Joshua 6, 8, and 9. And it came to pass when Joshua had spoken unto the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns passed on before the Lord and blew with the trumpets. And the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. Beloved, the purpose of the trumpets was to alert and encourage the Israelites while simultaneously alarming and frightening the people of Jericho. Same trumpets, same trumpeters, same sound, different effects. Why? Because God was with the Israelites and God was against the people of Jericho. Simple as that. Beloved, from the time of slavery through emancipation, through discrimination, African-American slaves, freed African-American slaves, and free African-Americans have had songs to alert, encourage, and inspire. What some call slave songs are really freedom songs and songs of deliverance, songs of hope, and songs of faith. But beloved, sometimes you have got to learn and know when you got to be quiet. And hold your peace. Beloved, Joshua had to let the people know God's plan for them. And for a time, they would need to be quiet and hold their peace. But not forever. As shared in Joshua 6 and 10. And Joshua had commanded the people saying, Ye shall not shout, nor make any noise with your voice. Neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day. The seventh day, I bid you shout. Then on the seventh day, the day of completion, the day of wholeness, the day of talos, shall ye shout. Beloved, they wanted to shout on day one, but they had to hold their peace. That was the plan. Beloved, they wanted to shout on day two, but they had to hold their peace. That was the plan. Beloved, they wanted to shout on day three. But they had to hold their peace. That was the plan. Beloved, they wanted to shout on day four. But they had to hold their peace. That was the plan. Beloved, they wanted to shout on day five. But they had to hold their peace. That was the plan. And beloved, they wanted to shout on day six. But they had to hold their peace. That was the plan. They all had to follow the plan. On the night of preparation, Joshua 6 and 11 tells us, So the ark of the Lord compassed the city, going about it once, and they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. Joshua and his people had showed up, but it was not yet time to show out. It wasn't time to shout. Beloved African-American slaves, freed and assimilated, have had seasons where we have wanted to shout. But just as Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 reminds us, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. And so, beloved African-American slaves, freed and assimilated, have sometimes had to show up wanting to shout and not shout. Beloved, sometimes in life you have got to show up, follow the process, and do your job. What job might that be? Have faith in God. Follow God and obey God. For Joshua and the Israelites, that is what they did for six days. 
In Joshua 6, 12 through 14. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. And seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets, and the armed men went before them. But the real one came after the ark of the Lord, the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets. And the second day they compassed the city once and returned into the camp. So they did six days. They did this day one, day two, day three. Day four. Day five. Day six. Beloved, how long will you do something before you give up? Beloved, what does it take for you to say that something is just not working and so you're going to do something else? Beloved, said another way, if God told you what to do and how to do it, would you obey God? Our ancestors, African-American slaves, freed and assimilated, had to or they would not have survived. And many of us would not be here in this sanctuary right now, today. Joshua and the Israelites had to or they would not have gotten the blessing from God and seen the glory of God. They waited. They did not give up. And then came the seventh day, the day of completion, the day of wholeness, the day of talos, the day of deliverance, the day where their faith in God will be rewarded and revealed in Joshua 6 and 15. And it came to pass. On the seventh day, that they rose early about the dawning of the day and compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Only on that day, they compassed the city seven times like this. One. Two. world and not in the things of God. Beloved, they got up early because you cannot sleep late and expect to be successful. Not in the things of the world and not in the things of God. Beloved, they got up early because you cannot oversleep and expect to be successful. Not in the things of the world and not in the things of God. Our ancestors, African Americans, free slaves and assimilated had to get up early so that they could be successful in the things of the world and the things of God. Joshua and the Israelites got up early on the seventh day and something miraculous, incredible, and apocalyptic happened as shown to us in Joshua 6 and 16. And it came to pass at the seventh time when the priest blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout! 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 For the 
the Lord has given you the city. Beloved, the people were finally able to release all that they had stored up inside of them. Joshua told them to shout, to shout, to shout. Beloved, shout in Hebrew is ruah, which means to shout, to raise a sound, to cry out. Beloved, war cry in Hebrew is hithel. Beloved, to utter a shout in Hebrew is polal. Beloved, to shout triumph in Hebrew is hithpolal. Beloved, between the ruah and the hippolal, Joshua and Israel were putting those inside <laughs> the walls of the city of Jericho on notice that God had something for them and it was for them. And what God had for them was the city of Jericho. Beloved, the people saw a wall. But the people listened to Joshua and to God. And then, beloved, something happened. Something happened. The walls came a-tumbling down. The walls came a-tumbling down. It's revealed in Joshua 6 and 20. So the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpets. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. So the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Beloved, that was what happened to the walls in the city of the Israelites, Jericho, the place of their deliverance as they continued to pursue their freedom, freedom delivered to them by their faith in God. Beloved, I'm going to give y'all a moment right now. I want you to think about your Jericho. What's your Jericho in your health? What's your Jericho in your wealth? What's your Jericho in your relationship? Will you dare to shout your victory? Will you dare to shout your victory? Will you dare to shout your victory? Then go. Will you shout your victory? Will you shout your victory? Beloved, some of y'all might not understand exactly what I mean. You see, beloved, in the Swahili language, they speak two words that mean freedom now. Those words are uhuru sasa. Uhuru sasa. Uhuru sasa. Beloved, if you need some freedom in your health, say uhuru sasa. Shout your victory. I ain't hear nobody shouting. I said, if you need some delivery in your health, say uhuru sasa. Now, stop. Somebody's situation might not be their health. It may be something in your wealth. But things are not quite right. And you need your freedom now. When you shout to God for your victory in your wealth. Uhuru sasa. Uhuru sasa. Uhuru sasa. Uhuru sasa. Stop. That somebody might be dealing with some ratchet relationships that they have to deal with right now. But they're looking for some freedom right now. It could be in your family. It could be in your friends. It could be on your job. It could be in your church. Will you dare to shout your victory for your freedom? Uhuru sasa. Uhuru sasa. Uhuru sasa. Uhuru sasa. Stop, stop. Stop, stop.
Thank you for tuning in to the radio broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. It is our prayer that this message inspires you to further your walk with Christ. For more information about Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, go to our website, zmmbc.net, or call 336-725-7390. We live stream our services on our Facebook page. Just search for Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church page. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Dunleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Be blessed and continue to further your walk with Christ.